I go to one Garth Brooks concert and buy Buy Me a Cowboy Hat. Concert was great, but why that event is just such a great indication of what is going on here in the state of Arkansas when it comes to events like that. We'll dive into that as well as a little bit about Razorback Baseball. D, D, I don't even want to say it, but it wasn't good down there in College Station as they lose another SEC series. And then we'll do a little previewing of the week in sports. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Well, I hope everybody's having a, had a wonderful weekend. As I know, uh, there's a lot of things that we're going to try to dive into to the best of our ability. But the thing is, is that we know the Garth Brooks concert happened. And I was there. You'll probably tell by the sound of my voice that I was singing a lot of the songs along. I'm sure just as good as Garth was. Uh, and you can also tell by the ridiculous cowboy hat that I have on that I took myself super serious when I went there as well. Uh, but, but it seemed like everybody in the entire world was at that concert too. So for those of you who are watching this or listening to this podcast, um, it was a great concert. And you were there. You probably know all about it. Just a great night and a great weekend in Northwest Arkansas for uh for all the right reasons. And, you know, it was just crazy because I started thinking about it. It has to be the biggest gathering of people in the state of Arkansas history. Like for an event, at least. Like it has to be. Because there's never been, I mean, Razorback Stadium is the biggest venue in the state. It's uh, got an increased size to almost 80,000 people. It was completely full, as well as people on the floor or on the field for this concert. So I think that you'd be hard-pressed to think that this wasn't the biggest event ever in the state of Arkansas history. As crazy as that is, I could be wrong, but it, at least it's what it felt like. And it was just really cool to see everybody kind of come together and just have a good old time. And, uh, you know, and like one of the cool things, of course, and this is like a concert staple, is, uh, you know, the hog call, which if you didn't have a chance to see this, it has to be the biggest and loudest and greatest hog call of all time, right? Well, just ch check out the video that I was able to take. Yeah, Garth Brooks was a pretty big fan of that, too. So just a great night. But it started making me wonder, and going in even into this event after seeing it, you know, the thing that is so evident right now is that the University of Arkansas and the athletic program in general is not being one of those programs that's always kind of being put in a box. It's limited. It's not sexy. It's not a destination. It's not where people go. It's not what people go to do. Anything like that. It's always just kind of been like, well, it's Arkansas. You know, it's, it's, it's no better than Mississippi. It's no better than Alabama. It's just kind of a one-horse town there in Fayetteville. Like, even, there's always just been the kind of put in this box that even though people in Arkansas knew what it was all about and how much better than it actually was, there would always be that stigma from people outside the state of Arkansas. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that nothing was big 
coming to Arkansas, or at least specifically to Northwest Arkansas, than the football program or the basketball program, just the University of Arkansas in general and Walmart. Like that was the only thing that was really going on. But as time has continued to go on and growth has continued to happen in Northwest Arkansas when it comes to flourishing businesses and big time corporations coming to Arkansas, coming to the Northwest Arkansas area, the football program doing well, the basketball program doing well nationally, that is, you know, baseball program being right there in the mix, becoming a national brand. And being honest, when you're bringing in a concert like one like this, Garth Brooks, where you sell out the entire stadium, everybody sees it, everybody's there, everyone acknowledges it. It's really just a great indication to show how far you've come and where you're at right now and also how it can continue to grow and continue to go the way that you want it to. And I think you have to give a lot of props to Hunter Yurichek and being able to do this and being having the foresight to pull something like this off. Because under previous administrations, I'm talking about both Frank Broyles and Jeff Long, I don't think that that would have happened. I don't even think it would have been a thought. I don't think it would have been something. It would have been like I feel like so many times the administration at the U of A would always err on the side of caution. Well, we don't want to do a concert because that's more money. That's more work. We, let's, let's keep thinking of reasons to say no instead of saying yes. And it's the same thing, I think, with Hunter Juracek that he's been at least proposed to. A lot of different things that possibly – and previous administrations would say no. Instead of him finding reasons to say no, he's like, yeah, whatever it takes to continue to grow the brand, continue to grow the state, continue to grow the revenue, continue to grow the attention being brought to this area, let's do it. Because I know that people may just look, roll their eyes and be like, is Garth Brooks really that big of a deal? Folks, there's only a certain amount of artists that could sell out stadiums, a football stadium. And I saw this debate going up on Twitter too between a bunch of people of like, here, there's, you know, there's there's all these artists that could sell out if Drake came or Kanye West came or Justin Bieber came or whatever. No, folks, those people aren't filling up stadiums. Like they that or else they would do nothing but stadiums. You know, Garth Brooks is one of those few people. I think Kenny Chesney's one of those few people. I think um, if you want to throw in like Taylor Swift, I think she would be one of those. Uh, someone said uh, Adele, uh, for sure. Adele could pull that off. But like very limited amount of artists can do that. And very limited places are usually willing to put up and, and do something like that. And so for this all to come together in Fayetteville was just awesome. And so for Hunter Yurchek to really understand that if it just because it may not be something that directly impacts the athletic department in a way of, hiring coaches or anything like that does not mean that it can't happen to continue to grow the brand that it is. People need and people are starting to realize a lot more that there's more to Arkansas than meets the eye. And when you can continue to have big events like this, it's going to continue to draw attention to it. People are going to be willing to pay. They're like, wow, okay, well, if they were able to sell that out for Garth Brooks Razorback Stadium, then other artists and other events are going to say, wow, we, we need to come down there too. And it's just a domino effect that continues on to where it, it's been so good with the way things are being handled right now at the university. Everything. 
it's being handled so well. And it's, and it, you know, I give a lot of credit to Hunter Yerchek, and rightfully so, he deserves it. But I just think it's the culture that's there. And, you know, to see like, you know, Coach Pittman and Coach Muss and all the other coaches that were available to go to the concert, they were there making appearances. Um, Bobby Bones, you know, you know, some people like him, some people hate him. I, I like Bobby, but to see him there and to know where he's at as an Arkansan, as a Razorback fan, for him to be there and to be doing the warm-up act and to, you know, promote it and all that, like, it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. And so it, it just seems like everything is clicking and going in the right direction. And I've heard, of course, the rumors, as we've mentioned, that Arkansas might be switching back to Coca-Cola products. I'm hearing uh, good things about that. The contract's up July 1st. Just saying, be on the lookout for it. Uh, I've said, mentioned uh, something about possibility of a slobber hog making a bigger appearance here soon. Just what I'm hearing. Um, but big things, small things, whatever it is, doesn't matter. What matters is that everything's going the way it's supposed to go. We are just now being able to crack into the potential that could be had at Arkansas. And when you have the potential that is continuing to be worked towards and continuing to be grown and continuing to just make good decisions that pay off dividends, you're going to see it just spread like wildfire throughout the entire state, throughout the entire school. Like everything's going to continue to be a lot better and to be at a higher level. And so I just, I was so happy to see that. And, you know, I, I'm going to have to get sentimental because it sounds really dumb. But I grew up going to Razorback football. I grew up in Fayetteville. I grew up going to Razorback games in Fayetteville. I remember when, uh, you know, on the visitor side, we just had one deck. And then on the uh, home side, we had two decks and that was it. There was no north and south end zone stands or anything like that. And then to see that was, you know, just near 25 or so years ago. And to see where it's at now, where you have one of the most beautiful stadiums in the SEC, in my opinion, and you have a concert like Garth Brooks, and you got a football program that's starting to get in the swing of things. And it's just, it was a really cool moment for, for the city, for the state, for the university, for everybody. But people are paying attention. And so as long as this team in the, or this university can continue to see what they can become and grow and, and make it to where they make this place such an appealing place to be, it's going to continue to be something that just benefits everybody around. So maybe I'm looking too much into it. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it. Maybe I still got a few Garth Brooks heads, that song stuck in my head, and I'm just losing my mind. Could be all of that. But to me, if there was any indication that you ever needed to know that what Hunter Yerchek in the University of Arkansas is doing is working and working at the highest of scales. That concert on Saturday should tell you all you need to know. Got to tell you about Bilt Bar, though, because you know all about that. Listen, I'm still getting ready in the beach season, especially after this past week, and ate pretty terribly. But that's okay, because I can get back into the swing of things right now, and Bilt Bar is going to help me out with it. All the different flavors that they have, it's very healthy, it's very nutritious, and they taste great. And what it does for you is it provides that energy and provides that protein that you desperately need without having to spend too much money on it and also not eating something that tastes like it just came straight from a tree. Built Bar helps you out with that with all their different flavors. And right now, if you go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, 
you're going to get 15% off your next order. Simple as that. Just go to build.com, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your next order. Also wanted to tell you about Athletic Greens, which you've heard me tell you about it, and it's something that I've been taking because, let's let's be honest, I want better energy. I'm not spring chicken anymore. You know, my, my, my gut sometimes isn't where it needs to be. I need a better immune system, but I like taking pills and stuff because that's too hard. But that's what Athletic Greens is going to help you out with. With It's going to be something as simple as this. One delicious scoop of Athletic Greens while you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help you start your day right. And it's just one scoop. That's it. One scoop per day, and you're off to the races, and it helps you out so much. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and water every single day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements just to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com college to take ownership over your health and help pick up the daily nutritional insurance that we all desperately need. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. By the way, with this hat on, I just feel like I always just got to tip it every time I see, you know, ma'am, you know, something stupid like that. But I don't know. I'm not going to wear this all the time, although I will say it's pretty sweet. I, I get the allure from the cowboy hats. So when I go to country concerts, I'm going to be that guy to wear this and just call it good. But anyways, enough about that. Um, Razorback baseball. So they played Texas A&M in College Station over the weekend. And it was uh, a little disappointing because Arkansas in game one, which we know that it's like Connor Nolan's been so good this year. And he did another great job on Friday. But Arkansas was just unable to capitalize. And they lost by one run. In that game. And the most frustrating part of that is that Arkansas had runners on second and third with no outs late in the game and cannot score. Could not score. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. You got to score at least one. At least one with that. You don't do it. Frustrating game. Moves by one run. Then you return on the Saturday's game and you take care of business. Hagan Smith goes out there and performs really well. Uh, he ends up uh, really mowing them down and, and you know getting Arkansas in a good position. And then Arkansas is able to score enough runs, take care of business, and then finish out strong and get the victory to force the rubber match on Sunday. Well, this game on Sunday may have been one of the more frustrating games you'll ever see because Arkansas, Jackson Wiggins gets the start. And he's shown some really good stuff, but here lately it just hasn't been to where it needs to be. And Arkansas got into a 5 nothing hole in the first inning. Uh, like, that just is something that, you know, already with going down on the, the uh, uh, on the road and in game three, that's not where you need to be. That's not where you need to be. In fact, Dave Van Horn even said, he's like, listen, we came out to our starting pitching. They're freshmen. He threw strikes. He got us out, he got us out for four innings, and our pitcher didn't throw strikes and didn't get people out. We got behind the eight ball. 
I mean, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what went down. But the thing is, is that A&M continued to tack on a few more runs and, you know, they got a bid, but Arkansas doesn't quit. This team doesn't quit. It's, it's a culture with Arkansas football, basketball, and baseball so much that they may not win every game. They may not always be the best team, but they never quit. They will never give up. And uh, the Razorback baseball team did it where they came back. And, in fact, uh, Peyton Stovall of Out of Bounds uh, fame, as he comes on with uh, with us every Monday, um, he recorded three hits. And Arkansas was able to get back right into the, to the mix where I think they were down at the time 11 to 5. And then Arkansas was able to cut it to 11 to 10. I mean, just, okay, wow, look at this. A one-run game. Well, it happened again where you had runners on second and third with no outs late in the game, and you got nothing. You got nothing. And then Arkansas loses the rubber match, loses their second SEC series, uh, and, and in a kind of a disappointing way. Listen, baseball's baseball. You're going to see things that happen in baseball all the time. Like, you're not going to win every game. You're not going to win every series. It happens. Like, you're going to get fluky things that go on. It, it happens. But it's really frustrating if you're a Razorback baseball fan, though, to where it wasn't like you have the opportunity. Like, you're put into a golden position to win or to at least tie, and you don't do it. Twice. I mean, you, you just think about putting the ball in play both times. Arkansas isn't – like, Arkansas sweeps this series. Like, that's all insane that is. Arkansas puts those balls in play, like gets a single on both of those and win the game, both of times. And we're talking about a series sweep over Texas A&M. That's not how it always goes. So that's the frustrating thing with this Razorback baseball team right now, is it's just, it's, you know, you, you, you have those chances to, to close it out and to make those clutch plays, and you can't do it. Those are the types of things you're going to have to do once it comes to postseason play and when you're going up against much stiffer competition than what Texas A&M provided. So, anyways, it's not the season's over. It's not like it's all the world is coming to an end or anything like that. No, 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 nothing like that at all. It's just one of those frustrating things that if you're a Razorback fan, you're like, we should have won those games. We should have taken care of business. And we because of the, you know, not being able to capitalize on those positions we put ourselves in, we kind of got screwed in the whole thing as well. So, uh but Arkansas can bounce back. They play UCA this week in Little Rock, uh, North Little Rock, excuse me, Dickie Stevens Park. And then they have Ole Miss at home, which Ole Miss is just a train wreck. So if Ar Arkansas has to win that series, I don't want to call it a must win because that's dumb, but you don't need to lose to Ole Miss at home. They're bad. They're really bad. And you should take care of business. I hope you sweep them and maybe you'll get back right on track. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all betting stats and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, League reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and then the start of Major League Baseball season. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sport wagering information and live betting, the playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to learn more about all the trends and actions with betonline.net, where the game starts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so in the final segment of the uh, Locked On Razorbacks podcast, uh, I know that there's a lot of uh, things going on like with the NBA and former Razorbacks being it, which is really cool. Like, I always think it's really cool to see uh, former Hogs kind of doing their thing in, in the pros too and 
Of course, Bobby Portis with the defending champs and the Bucks. You see Patrick Beverly up with the Timberwolves, which it's like it's so crazy. Like the Timberwolves have so many weird things going on. You got Patrick Beverly getting teed up and ejected all the time. You got the the ladies that are like gluing themselves to the basketball court because I guess the owner like killed a bunch of chickens with bird flu. I don't know. But you just have these wacky things going on that's uh, up with the Timberwolves games. But, um, you know, just being able to see the pro hogs in the NBA uh, really do some good things, too. And, uh, you know, it's it's cool because you know that the U of A utilizes that and wants to utilize it as much as possible, which they should, because I'm telling you right now, folks. Uh, I've talked to people that say one of the things that they recruited, particularly in basketball, negatively against Arkansas, was the lack of NBA talent, lack of NBA players, lack of people that they put into the NBA and stayed into the NBA. Which, if you think about it, Arkansas, comparatively speaking, to a lot of the other schools that have had the same level of success or similar level of success, it's not that overly impressive. I'm not saying it's terrible because it's not, but just compared to where you would think a program with as many Final Fours and as much success and national championship and all that, you would think they'd be much higher. But they're really not. In fact, uh, if you just try to put out in just recent history, the past 25 years, Joe Johnson, without a doubt, has been your most successful pro. And then after that, I mean, Bobby Portis may already be there. Patrick Beverly, Ronnie Brewer had a had a had a good period of time in the NBA, and that's like it. <laughs> like like Daniel Gafford, I know is in there. Moses Moody's, I know in there. So you know things could change. Like, like those players could still have the potential to kind of get knocked down to be uh, in the league and for a long time and all that. Absolutely could happen, but uh, no, it, it's 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 just hasn't been overly impressive. So. The U of A is definitely trying to do their part in making sure that they get as much attention recognized to their pro hogs and everything too. So, but uh, either way, they're doing a good job of it. It's cool to see. And it was in fact, I saw a really cool sign that Patrick Beverly had from a fan. They said that they drove 10 hours just to see Patrick Beverly and uh, to wear his jersey. And it was a woo pig on it. And then Patrick Beverly retweeted and woo pig with it too. So uh, yeah, it's just always cool to see stuff like that too. So I'm, but I'm enjoying it. I'm, I'm a Celtics fan, a casual Celtics fan. And they're up 3-0 in the series final, or in the series finals, that'd be great, uh, in the series against the Nets. And so I like where they're at now, too. So it's been a pretty entertaining, though. It's been pretty entertaining, that is for sure. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. Ma'am.